This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation car talk. Call or text your questions now. Bad of the barn. For 58, Chevrolet brings you radical new turbocross V8 engine design for smoother, quieter power. New, stronger safety girder frame. Your choice of full coil suspension or optional level air suspension. And the 58 Chevrolet brings you sculptured beauty with fresh, rich originality. Born through a party in the county jail. From Pontiac comes the one-of-a-kind 84 Firebird Trans Am. You can order it with aerodynamic ground effects. Well, all right, you're probably asking yourself, what the hey did I just hear on the airwaves? Well, that was a commercial. We went back in time. We heard the 58 Chevy V8 was a big deal. That commercial. Back in the day, that 58 V8 Chevy. It was all about smoother and quieter. Then we segued into the 84 Firebird Trans Am. The big deal with the Firebird was all about that aerodynamic ground effect. You guys, I don't know if you remember that 84 Firebird Trans Am. Some of you are still clunking around with one of those. Those were a series of commercials that we played uh, and how times have changed regarding the message of these vehicles that we see on TV or whether we uh, heard about it on radio. You know, going back to that 58 Chevy, uh, that was a big deal. I mean, just to have the phrase smoother and quieter, that was a big deal back in the day. Because when you bought a car, it was comfortable somewhat, but it may have made some noise here and there. And that was the time. That was the day. Now, if you bought a car today, no way, Jose. In fact, you want your USB, you want your Bluetooth, you want all that goodness, the front rear heated seats. On today's show topic, we're going to dive in to the best family vehicle for you. Many of you come into the garage and many mechanics listening, you know, what is one of the key phrases that people ask you? Um, what do you recommend for a family car? Like if mechanics had a crystal ball. Now we see stuff in the garage. We get it. And we're not car salespeople, but certainly we know which cars are coming in the garage more often. So on today's show, Tune in, turn it up, share this with a friend if you're listening online. Wrench Nation, we are going to cover the best family cars for you. We're going to dive into cost, practicality, style. Is it too much car for me? Is it too much price? We're going to dive into that. Uh, Susie's in the house. Welcome, Susie. Let's give you a real clap here, Susie. Hey, thank you, all of our listeners. How are y'all? I'm well. I think we're all doing all y'all right. Y'all doing good. I think we had a bumpy open. A bumpy open. That's okay. It's after Labor Day. Maybe we need some shocks and struts to correct that bump. <laughs> Look at you. What are you <laughs> just selling struts and shocks? I love that little segue. I missed you, Susie, on the show. Like we, you know, we we've been doing this for a while. And we are really grateful to all of our listeners. And we couldn't do it without them, no doubt. I hope you all had a great Labor Day. I do have to tell you, if you don't know, now you know. And don't tell me you're not on Facebook. I don't want to hear that. You're all on Facebook. Now, we're not on Snapchat yet. I don't think so. But if you are on Facebook, man, go see us. Wrench Nation, we'd love to have you over. Uh, We've got many garages. 
uh, garage owners and mechanics. This is a community. We don't know it all here. We're really just trying to help you uh, with your car service, your car repair. Whether you have a brake squeak, the horn isn't in the right key. You press the horn and it just sounds like a <laughs> dead duck. All of these things, this show is for you. You can call in 480-655-8870. Of course, we want to thank big time our listeners on uh, KFNX on the weekends, uh, 1100 there. So, uh, Susie, we are going to dive into the Best Family Vehicles Review. Uh, many ask us in the garage all the time if you are a mechanic, and of course you're catching this uh, perhaps on the podcast, re-listen every Sunday on iTunes or Google Play, you guys can relate. I mean, this is something that's asked, and we have to you know, answer in a straight-ahead, respectful manner about what we see in the garage. So, Susie, speaking of what we see in the garage, what hey, what's shaking with you this week? In the, I mean... The garage is pretty, uh, it's, it's pretty smooth. It's very smooth this week. Or now, last why week. is that? How is this smooth? Come on. I think it's because it was a three-day weekend, and all <laughs> I did was go watch movies at the $5 cinema. Ah, so you were refreshed. Very refreshed. So now, nothing, nothing not bothered like, me. No. So how many movies did you see? I went to go see Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg. You oh, like, we you, love I know, Mark you Wahlberg. like Marky Mark. Yeah, and then I went to go see The Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh. That was pretty good, too. Great, two great movies out there, folks. All right, well, we're talking cars on uh, Wrench Nation. Uh, someday we will progress into the Wrench Nation movie Movies. review. But <laughs> So you were refreshed, and that's really, that's, it's important. I think we need a balance in life. Yep, and I think all the customers came back refreshed too, Frank. All, they yeah. all came back. It was like everybody refreshed. was in good moods. Yes. Despite yes, yes. the estimates they were being given. <laughs> 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 I hear you there. So, you know, on this uh, show, we're talking the, the sort of new car, best family cars, specifically family cars. We're not talking sports cars. We're not talking about uh, hot rods or anything or old school. We're talking about just maybe the year, you know, from 2010 on. What are the reputable, reliable, safe cars for your family? Now, these cars will include the SUVs, of course, subcompact, little guys. And, of course, we'll get into the passenger car. So if you have a question and you are looking for a car uh, for your family, 480-655-8870, now's the time to call. We'd love your questions. Uh, we'll do our best to answer those questions and kind of steer you in the right direction. But before we do that, you know, I got to ask you a few questions, Susie. What's that, Frank? Well, I wanted to go back. Do you remember some of the taglines? And if you're listening, you can certainly text 480-655-8870. I'd like to dive in. I'm going to test Susie. I'm going to test you listening. The Heartbeat of America. Which uh, commercial was that for? Chevrolet. I'm starting easy. Okay. You got that one. All right. Here's another one. Like a rock. Like a rock. I'm going to go. Like a rock. Like a rock. Uh, oh. Ford? No. no Chevy. 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 You, Chevy. You can have a couple. Like a rock. Chevy. It's okay. All right. Here it is. Grab Life by the Horns. What uh, manufacturer? Automobile? Dodge Ram. Oh, damn, you're good. Uh, they also had one. I, I got a Dodge had several. Bigger in Texas, better in Dodge. I guess Texas folks were buying a lot of Dodges. Texas? Yeah, I guess that's a lot of trucks, right? Yeah, here's another one. We need a lot of trucks. Well, this one is easy. Ford literally had a, a slogan. Have you driven a Ford lately? As simple as that. I, I have. And you remember that? I do. So you have driven a Ford. I have. All right, here's another one. Quality is job one. Desert car care. 
Oh. <laughs> well, gee, thank you. You're, You're full welcome. of commercials today, Susie. <laughs> uh, that was another Ford. Quality is job one. The best never rest was another Ford truck slogan. Again, these were all commercials. Here's one from Honda. It must be love. I do remember that one. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, I all do. Right. Honda had another one. First man, then machine. Don't remember that one. First man, then machine. That's that may, good. That may have alienated a few people there. <laughs> they sure enough changed. So, you know, these commercials over time have really come a long way. And, you know, when we see these commercials, I, I bring this up as an example because the fact is, if we are in the market for a vehicle, in this case, we're talking family vehicles, we see these commercials and we kind of get sizzled. Like, we, I mean, you watch it, you're like, oh, I want that one. And oh, then absolutely. You, and then you watch the other commercial, oh, I, I'd like that one. So how do you choose? I mean, these commercials are designed to get you to buy something. Called marketing, Frank. Marketing. You ain't kidding. And some are, here's Hummer. Hummer. Like nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Hummer, Hummer uh, ad. So again, this show is really dedicated to kind of diving in to the best family cars. Now, some of you are saying, well, Frank, you, you said best. Now, how are you deriving this list? Well, quite frankly, these are cars vehicles that have come into the garage these are vehicles that have also been high ranking regarding safety and we're going to get into that more so we're not just plucking out of thin air if you are driving a vehicle that's not on our french nation official best list don't worry it's okay these are you know everyone has their list if you will this is really just some of the vehicles that we see come in that are great family vehicles from a cost perspective from a reliability perspective, like if we see that same platform in the garage four, five, six times a year, not going to be on the list. Probably not going to make the list. I mean, we love you for it. I mean, we'll fix your car all day long, but you're not going to be on the list. So we had an interesting uh, call. Uh, actually, this was a uh, Facebook on Wrench Nation. Uh, we had a direct message. This wasn't put on the public profile. And I have a question for you listening. Maybe you can help us out because I've never heard of this before. And quite frankly... I ain't buying it. So all my mechanic, technician, garage owners, if you're listening, I'd love to hear from you. 480-655-8870. Here it is real quick. The fella said the car was at a garage and his symptom was it was pulling to the right. They said tires are good. Alignment's good. It's designed from the factory to drift to the right permanently in case you fall asleep now if i had a boing bell i'd boing that because i've never heard of such a thing i haven't either frank so if you're out there listen this is a community we're not you know we're not we don't have the holy grail the car repair people we want your take 480-655-8870 have you ever heard of this is there a technical service bulletin that we are missing now i've been doing this for many years and i pose this question to you do you think that is a Logical answer. Text 480-655-8870. The car drifts to the right. Balance of tires is good, which technically wouldn't cause that. Alignment's good. Front end's good. It's low mileage. The answer and solution, if you want to look at it as a solution, is, well, the car was designed like that from the factory. In case you fell asleep, you're pulling over to the right. Now, I'm not buying that. I want to hear what you have to say. 480 
Uh, before we get into the show topic, we got to get into the news. Here. Well, all right. A lot of you uh, have heard this, and we all try to, quite frankly, all of us do our bit to try and not text and drive. And we all know, I mean, it is uh, deadly. I mean, let's get right to it. But there was another study done, and how'd you like to know who is the most responsible? What is the higher statistic, Susie, of individual age, boomers, Xers, millennials, wires, Zers? There's no cures. Who is really at fault here? Are the boomers texting and driving, using their cell phones more? Are the millennials? A lot of you listening would say, well, we all know it's the millennials' fault. Well, Volvo claims they did a study among 16, over 1,600 adults, ages 18 and up. They said that 71% of Generation Z You were born from 97 on. Generation Z was at 71% of usage. Guess who came up higher? There's a higher one? Higher than 71%. Yes. 71% admitted to using the phone while driving. That's all you born from 97 onward. Yeah, look at each other. 71%. By comparison... 81% of millennials, you guys were born between 81 and 96, and Generation X all kind of admitted the same. Baby boomers were roughly 64%. So 80, unfortunately, if you're millennial, 81 to 96, Volvo, you can blame them. Don't blame Ranch Nation. We're just reporting the news as (laughs) it's stated. This is fresh off the presses. Distracted driving, millennials, you're ranking 81% of you are in that list, according to that survey by Volvo. You want to stick around. Uh, we've got, of course, JB from Bolt On. He's going to give us our challenge question. $50 Visa gift card, man. Cash money. That's coming up. Stay tuned as we dive in to those best family vehicles. Next. Bolt On Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt On Technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real time digital reports multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Ranch Nation, Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Well, all right. We asked you that question about the tire, that tire issue. I've never heard of this in 27 years. Uh, the question on Facebook was asked, if an individual had no problem with an alignment, the balance, of course, wasn't an issue, he was told that that vehicle could actually just drift permanently, slightly to the right because that's the way it was designed. In case you fall asleep, it's going to like pull over. I've never heard of this, so if you want to give us your take, 480-655-887. Of course, we're talking the best family cars. Uh, of course, these are vehicles that uh, over the years have come in through the garage. They're reliable. They're not drama regarding mechanical repairs. So this is kind of our list, people, and uh, trust your local mechanic. And when I say local mechanic, this is a list that most mechanics would say, yes, these are reliable cars uh, regarding the safety uh, and the cost to maintaining and so on. So, of course, we've got the great JB on. What is happening, JB? 
Yo guys, yo guys. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I say? Can I, I say something about this pulling right with your car business? Please, Holy brother, cow. set the story straight. I mean, I felt like a schmuck. I actually felt like I was month one in the business because I'm like Frank, you have this, but it don't make sense. No, that's nuts because, you know, you've been spending your whole car life trying to keep it out of the gutter, just hoping that one day you don't fall asleep and it turns you back into the gutter. That's nuts. It is nuts. It's, it's, look, let's just be real. It's BS. But it's the second time I've heard this from, from elsewhere that, that stated it. Um, and, you know, it, it just this is all part of, of the problem that many folks have. They hear different stories from different mechanics and it gets to the point like, who do you believe? Like. You know, I mean, so ultimately, I can't get the vehicle into my garage. I don't believe I can. This may be someone I'd have to double check. But if they're in my neighborhood, I'll do it for free to prove it wrong, okay? I don't even know why a mechanic would say that. I, you know, who knows if they were a mechanic at this point? I think it's safe to say right here in Wrench Nation, (laughs) not a mechanic. So, JB, we missed you the last few shows. Of course, you're traveling. You do so much for the industry. A lot of training going on with Bolton. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great, especially since my car doesn't pull it right. <laughs> I know. Just like, so, I mean, could you imagine? Like, you fall asleep. Oh, I'm safe. It's good. Automatically pulls to the right. Not. <laughs> run off the road. That's okay. <laughs> Although we did mention, I think, a few shows back, the, the technology. Uh, I don't know if it's a retina scan or there's a heads-up display. But technology is coming to kind of see where your eyes are at while you're driving. And, you know, I know that that's... That may be, but not the whole tire thing, like permanent. Yeah, that's drift. crazy. That's yeah, that crazy. Is crazy. I mean, here on the East Coast, uh, when I was doing alignments, we always favored a little bit to the left because of the crown of the road in Pennsylvania. Generally, we'll pull the car to the right. So we used to offset just a hair to the you left. You compensate. So the car yeah. wouldn't go into the gutter. Right. You compensate for that. Uh, we told the folks we got a $50 Visa gift card. Once in a while, we surprise mm-hmm. them with some cash money. Uh, for the challenge question, JB is back in the saddle. He has a question for you listening. I'm going to give the phone number. You need to race on board here, people. If you've got the right answer, 480-655-8870. JB, you have the floor with the challenge question for the people. Very simple, folks, because you're talking about the family hauler. So let's talk about the Brady Bunch, one of those iconic families that we're all familiar with. And they basically had a car that they drove pretty much through the series. And I'm going to ask you which car it was. A 1971 Plymouth Satellite Wagon or a 1970 Cadillac what, Cadillac Fleetwood Wagon. Oh. Which one of those vehicles would you find the Brady Bunch driving around in? Susie, 71 Plymouth Satellite Wagon okay. mm-hmm. or a 70 Cadillac is, is the question. Well, let's it, jog some memory out there. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> what would Marsha drive? Would she drive that 71 Plymouth satellite wagon, that Brady Bunch vehicle, or the 1970 Cadillac Fleetwood wagon? We got a $50 Visa gift card. We don't care where you're calling in from. 480-655-8870. If you're listening online, get to a phone, people. $50 Visa gift card. As long as you're in the country. I, th- I don't think we can send it across overseas, That's maybe. That's right. Without going through immigration. That's right. Uh, JB, you're going to dive in with us. And again, this list of family cars. Look, there's many lists out there that you guys, uh, safety lists. And look, I, I, my feeling is that a lot of these lists are skewed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They're, they're kind of favored, somebody in special interest, whatnot. I don't want to mention the names, but this is a simple. Mechanics say we want to keep it simple. 
And I have the start of a uh, category that's very popular, and that is, JB, the compact SUV. Not the big daddy SUV like the Chevy Tahoe. And I have on my list the Honda CRV. Susie, we get the CRVs in the garage for maintenance. Yes, we do. And in the last five years, JB, we haven't really seen anything dramatic mechanically with the Honda CRV. No, the vehicles, you know, Honda's been pretty good across the board. And when it comes to a CRV, it's a big enough vehicle that, you know, one, for safety reasons, it's usually going to protect you well. And because Honda has such a, uh, what's the word I want to use, a grip on how well they do their technology and stuff like that, their cars just don't break all that often. So I would say that's probably a pretty good choice. It is a good choice. The Honda's been reliable. Hey, listen, if you're texting 480-655-8870 for that Visa gift card, not going to work. We want to talk to you, people. We want to know that you are living and breathing. We don't know if you're a Russian bot. Come on now, give us a call. If you think you can guess that Brady Bunch vehicle, uh, was that a 71 Plymouth satellite wagon, or was it the 70 Cadillac Fleetwood, simple enough, give us a call. $50 Visa card waits. Now, the Honda product's been around uh, for for many years. Uh, In fact, uh, JB, we go back in a time when I remember the Japanese vehicles were coming on the scene in the garage. Uh, When I first started wrenching, uh, late 80s, if you will, 90, Mm -hmm. early 90s, that was a big deal. Like, uh, you know, we, we oh, Honda, we got to work on Honda and Toyotas. We started seeing a lot of that. Well, they started to flood the market because the American companies got a little lazy and just kept putting out the same things over and over again. And with the gas crunch and other things that took place back then, the uh, Europeans and the Japanese both look at the market and say, wow, it's right. Let's just jump in there and do what we can. So now you see how it's spread across the world all the cars that we drive are from all around the world yeah they are and uh we want to take uh line two we got doug doug do you think you uh welcome to the show doug hey hey how's it going turn the radio down partner because we're gonna have a conversation (laughs) thank you so much for listening uh do you think you have the answer to uh what was that brady bunch family vehicle yes sir i do go ahead buddy uh, 71 Plymouth uh, Satellite Wagon. Oh, That's what I would have said. Daddy, big daddy. Yes. Doug, did that come from your cranial situations, or did you have a little Wikipedia actions? <laughs> uh, I, I'll have to confess I got a little Wikipedia action. All right, well, that's okay. We love you. You knew it wasn't a Cadillac. Like the Brady Bunch family, I'm not, not like Cadillac sounds more expensive. Susie. Yeah, no, that wasn't a Brady vehicle at all. No, it was conservative. They're Plymouth all the way. They were saving that money for yeah. that Hawaiian trip where everybody got cursed. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, we are going to have that $50 Visa gift card. We're going to save that for you. Uh, would you like to come by the garage? We're on Chandler and Dobson, Desert Car Care. Chandler and Dobson. I might be able to pull that off next week. Very good. We'll save that. Susie and yep. I will be down in the garage, of course, with Jessica. You rock, brother. Tell the world about our little show, Wrench Nation. You got the $50 oh. Visa win. Oh, yeah. Wrench Nations, they're the best. Thanks, Thank you. Doug. Rock on, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right. We got to be fair. I mean, that's that was a tough one. A lot. We have a lot of younger listeners, and, you know, we try not to. We don't like the Wikipedia action, but he spent a little time with us. And he, he, he did his research. 
Yeah, he did. We didn't say don't check it. Like, we have to make rules. That's the problem. JB, we need to make rules after 120 some odd shows. I think we need to come up with some rules for the challenge. Question? Yeah, we, we're going to have to come up with something that's trying to make it a little more challenging, but yet winnable so that they can enjoy those $50 cards that you give out. Yeah. And, you know, um, we're back to this best family vehicles. Uh, that, And one of the things is I'd like to bring to attention, I think it's very important if you're listening and you know, holidays were a little ways. You know, JB out here, it's still 100 degree plus. Like, I think Costco's going to start carrying Christmas trees in about two weeks. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> we have a tough time here in the desert with, uh, I mean, we do our holidays, don't get me wrong. But folks are going to be looking uh, for a vehicle. And I think, I'm feeling, we are continuing. You know, economy is pretty decent for most folks. And I think some folks out there, they're, they're, they're going to want to splurge. They're going to buy a new vehicle. And then they're going to buy a family vehicle. We mentioned the Honda CRV. Now, Honda CRV back, I remember some mechanical issues with floating valves. Uh, there was an issue like early on, but in the last five years, I think, uh, I think the CRV has come a long way. Uh, they're high rated. Uh, one of the things that you guys want to really pay attention to technology can be overwhelming, JB. There's a lot of technology in these vehicles for. Uh, well, there definitely is. I mean, that's what makes them last for, you know, the average age of a car today is 14 uh, and some odd years old. So if you're buying vehicles now, that's one of the reasons why you want to do your research just like the show is doing for you today. Because when you make that decision on that new car, you may be driving it for 10 years, 14 years or whatever. So um, that technology is what makes it happen. Well, in terms, and this is true, I mean, these cars are unbelievable, actually, and Cars are out there longer, for sure, as you said. But I think what happens more so, like, during the, the time when somebody, Susie's buying a vehicle, they can be overwhelmed. Like, let's just face it. Salesman, maybe there's a brochure, salesman spitting out 18 different features, right? All kinds of stuff. USB, Bluetooth, Google Play, Apple, all that stuff's in the vehicle. Rear heated seats. So I think you got to ask yourself, like, where am I going to be in this vehicle two years and three years down the road? And do I need that stuff? Because that's going to add. That adds to the cost for sure. Right. Susie, well, I mean, problem, yeah. go ahead, JB. The problem JB. with that, too, is, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the problem with that is even on the low-end cars now, you're getting all that stuff in there, too. As a base and model? the thing is, is yeah. the technology, will it hold up? Yeah, there's a lot of gray area. I, I hear you. The new, new, I mean, USB and Bluetooth, that's, I think that's fair to say that's Wi-Fi now. That's been around a few years. Um, ADAS systems, we've talked about sort of corrective lane uh, you know, uh, steering, things like that that's been out there. Uh, the biggest thing is as you are purchasing a vehicle, you do want to do the math on a lot of those, a lot of those items that are safety. They're going to be standard. They're going to be standard. But all those extra bells and whistles, you really got to weigh out, you know, is that stuff I'm going to need two and three years from now? Because if you're going to keep this vehicle for a while, you may say, hey, in two to three years, hey, I'm going to need this. Because Johnny and Jilly are going to be six and seven, and I need to outfit this so I have a peaceful road trip. Susan. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest, Frank. I I go for those options, whether I need it or not. I like those options. You like? Do you I, like brag with? Hey, I, uh, does your car do this? I'm braggadocious. <laughs> uh, does your car do this? <laughs> My car does that. That's hey, right. hey, a uh, big shout out to Tony out of New York. He's uh, boy, he hangs with us every week here on Wrench Nation. He just texted a picture of the Brady Bunch Plymouth. He no texted way. that. So uh, we may take a snapshot of that picture on the text and get it on Facebook. You rock, Tony. I almost want to say, Tony, Tony, uh, I'm not trying to date you, Tony, but uh, 
have you been in one of them vehicles before? <laughs> <laughs> you never know, but uh, I like those old wagons, and that was a big deal, Susie, back in the day. I like that wood panel on the side. It was that was in that vogue. Was, that was cool. Hey, uh, JB, did you ever have a woody type of panel-y kind of situations? Yeah, we had a Ford LTD and we had a Mercury, and also the best part of both those vehicles was that rear-facing back seat. Oh yeah! Whoa, we I forgot that. that. I, you know, I, yeah. I like, <laughs> I like reminiscing. Uh, and we're hopefully serving the topic, best family, newer family vehicles, but we may convince you to find a used 71 Plymouth satellite wagon. <laughs> we love that. Come by. JB, tell the people, where are you going to be in the next uh, few months? we got a lot of mechanics listening to the show. Uh, where they can find you, man? Are you doing any uh, seminars or expos yeah, anywhere? We're going to be actually tomorrow flying out to uh, Chicago. We're going to be showing a lot of shops to use the bolt-on software, how to use it even better so they can provide their customers with the best coverage of their vehicles. Uh, nice. Then we've got um, oh, actually another trip back up to Chicago for Ratchet & Wrench, which is uh, somewhere where I think you're going to be there, buddy. Yeah, we're, we're hanging. We're going to talk about that next segment, but uh, we're going to let you go. Uh, we've got a special guest. We're actually going to do a tribute, 9-11 Memorial uh, Healing Field tribute. Uh, we got Michael Whitaker. He's going to stop in the studio talk about we can't forget 9-11 people. Uh, JB, thank you so much for hanging. Thank you. We'll yeah, see you JB, next week, buddy. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. This is Wrench Nation. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. Well, all right. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Uh, you guys can call or text 480-655-8870. We're talking about some of the best family vehicles. Now, this is not an official list. These are cars, vehicles, SUVs that have come in through the garage. Uh, we've deemed, and most mechanics will agree, they're pretty reliable mechanically. Like, I don't want to recommend to you a really nice-looking vehicle that has all the bells and whistles, but the minute that warranty expires, you're in the garage, uh, you're going to remember this show, and you may send me some hate mail. Susie, <laughs> what do you have on the list? What are you seeing? I mean, you've been around the garage for quite many years. What are you seeing coming through the garage that, that you really recommend the families out there that are looking for a vehicle? Yeah, Frank, that's a great question. So, um, you know, some of the vehicles that come in are, that are, are more maintenance, nothing major mechanical. Maintenance is yeah. like no drama. Yeah, like, no yeah. drama. And so a um, couple, couple just come to mind, like your Honda Fit uh, comes to mind. Get, get those Honda Fits in for maintenance. That's about it. Uh, the Toyota Yaris. Yeah, I like the Yaris. Yeah. I mean, Yaris, that thing is 40-some-odd miles per gallon. That's a perfect – it's smaller. It's, a, it's considered subcompact, but – that's a perfect car for a young family. It's a perfect rental car, too. I oh. see a lot of rental cars with Yeah, they're inexpensive. Yeah. And, and I got to say, in terms of, I guess this could be one way of gauging what would be 
uh, a decent vehicle. If you've made it through the rental fleet <laughs> and it's still somewhat respectable, yeah. Because come on, let's face it. A lot of the rental cars. Come on, you you rent a car. You're not treating it gingerly. You're abusing that thing. That's so, right. Uh, Toyota Yaris. I like. What else you that got? Ford Fiesta. Oh, I, I, ha- I owned a Fiesta. Did you? A big old six foot two maniac driving a little I Ford can't Fiesta. I see you in a Ford Fiesta. Well, I had the second location way out. I mean, it, I was driving so like drive. fifty miles almost. It seemed each way. And I had to park my truck because this was back when the economy was bananas. Right. It fell. Gas was five bucks. So my wife's like, what are you doing? I "I got a Ford Fiesta. I saw the commercials. They look cool. I was sold. Boom, bang. The commercial sold you. What did you do with that Ford Fiesta? I gave it to my daughter. Okay. She went to college and then she got all fancy and we got her a Mustang. Mustang, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But I, you know what? I like the Ford Fiesta because maybe not so much interior. Now, guys, remember, you're going to buy... A lot of you are buying vehicles on price point to be respected. Um, those really high end, when you get into Lexus and Volvo and Mercedes, the big difference, yes, suspension, technology, but let's face it, it's the interior trim. The trim is going to last, for the most part, a lot longer. Like that Ford Fiesta, you know, we started to rattle a little right, bit. Into, right. You know, the, the handle had a little play in it, <laughs> but I was okay because guess what was top and center? Gas mileage. Gas mileage, yeah. And the car got up and went. What else you got on the list? Uh, let's see here. What's another one? Um, minivans. Let's talk business. Yeah. yeah. Minivans. So the ones that, I, that I've that i seen come in, and I, I Kia Sedona, actually, is is a maintenance uh, one, not a not a major mechanical. Uh, I would say last five years. Yes. If we went back early years, Kia Sedona, maybe not so much, but I like, yeah, the Sedona. That comes up in our recommendation. And it's a nice-looking car. Uh, Honda Odyssey. That's a... That's, that's, that's like a popular a, one. That's a tank. Yeah, that's a popular I'm one. I'm surprised the military didn't incorporate the Honda Odyssey <laughs> in their fleet. My goodness. the Honda, I like the Honda Odyssey. Yes. Now, listen, if you're tuning in, you're, you're going to have 100,000-mile-plus vehicles. You're saying, well, I had a control arm bashing issue. And I, we're not talking about that. What we're talking about is the real vehicles that we see that are not coming in at 52,000 miles that need $2,000 worth of work. Right. I mean, let's just talk real. And, you know, yeah, you're going to buy these new vehicles that have backup cameras. They have lane detection systems, auto braking. We're not quoting on that. That stuff you do the research on. A lot of that stuff is standard. You, you know, so what do you have by way of passenger cars? Uh, let's seeing? see. Passenger cars. Let's see. So... Are you talking more like um, a sport utility vehicle? No, Pat, like small sedan. Like small I said, sedan? I, I think a family vehicle could still include sedan for younger families. They may not get into a Honda Odyssey or Toyota Sienna. Right. But let's say they were looking at... Oh, like a Honda Accord or something like that? I like the Accord. Yeah. I do. Again, Honda. Honda. That Don't worry. I love Honda. Japanese have not paid us off. So, Michael Whitaker's in studio. We're going to switch gears because... I'm a vet, people, and I salute all of you veterans, and I certainly uh, want to give a moment. I I wouldn't do the show without it. Uh, Michael Whitaker is in studio. Welcome to the show, Michael Whitaker. Thank you, Frank. Uh, Sometimes I speak in broken English, and the folks are saying, wait a minute, we just went from cars (laughs) to what is he saying? Um, We're talking about remembering in spirit, because we'll never forget you're responsible for that healing field, the 9-11 Memorial in Tempe. That event happened 17 years ago, and this is our 15th year of putting it up over at Tempe Town Lake, Lake Beach Park. Thank you for doing that. Day in and day out, I know this doesn't happen 
overnight, and I know it's a year long. A year to, p- to prepare. Yeah. Give us some insight. We realized that, uh, you know, I grew up in New York City, and it was world. the World Trade Center was special to me because it was just iconic. You got off the train. You knew you were headed south. There's the towers. Give me the spirit. 17 years later, with what you're doing and running, it's still fresh, man, isn't it? It is, especially for New Yorkers that move out this direction. And it was started back up in uh, Utah by a man who owned a flag company. And he wanted to show the multitude of numbers of people that died that day. And I saw the uh, program a year or so later and put together. And it gained the name Healing Field because it was just initially a field of flags. But we found as people came out to the field, there was a healing process. We would find people touching the flags, crying over the flags. Oh, yeah. Buying the flags. It was really a, a touchstone for them to come out every year. And we have people that come out. I talked to a gentleman last year who's been out there for 14 years. Every year he comes out with his kids just to touch the flags and be a part of that event. Right. Um, so give me an idea. How long does it take to set up and how many volunteers do you get that go out there? It will start at, on Saturday morning at 6 o'clock. We'll have several hundred volunteers. We actually put up the nearly 3,000 flags in less than an hour. Whoa. And then we start. You got a lot of help. We do. We have a lot of help. So if folks are listening now, they certainly are going to reflect. Correct. And as we kind of initiating this healing field, if you haven't heard about it, Tempe Beach Park, if they're listening, they can come out and, and help. Saturday morning at 6 o'clock and be a part of putting up the field. And once we put the field up, then we dress the field. And, and when I say dress the field, we put up yellow ribbons on all the flags for the first responders because even in death, they continue to protect and serve. We put, up, put down combat boots for the veterans that died that day. There are eight bears in the field for the children that died that day. And in the oh. center of the field, there are blue ribbons on the flags because those are the flight crews that died. They are the heart of the field. Yeah. It's sombering, but, you know, we, we, uh, we certainly have to take a moment. Uh, actually, it, and it shouldn't just be September 11th. I mean, we should right. always keep that in our heart and spirit. What drove you to get involved here, Michael? Are you a, you're a vet? I'm a vet. I'm a 20-year vet. My Thank you for your my service. My wife's a 30-year vet. And our organization, our nonprofit organization, saw this as an opportunity to, to dedicate Americanism. And so this was a project that we decided to do. We got several other clubs in the Valley to put together. because It is a large project. And we started out with just a few of us initially, and it just continued to grow. And every year, something different, something better grows. Last year, we had people show up with... There were coins on the boots. Right. And they asked us about the coins. We didn't know the, the history of the coins. And as we researched, we found out that if you put a penny on the boot, that means you visited them. You were at their, their grave, their dedication. Everything is, is, is symbolic to our own center of peace. Like we all have our way of uh, sort of making peace through all this. And you, uh, you gave a nickel. You, if there's a nickel on the boot, that means you, you used, they were in boot camp with you. Right. There's right. a dime. You served with them. And if there's a quarter, you were there when they died. And there right. is a quarter on a boot. Well, I, I want to thank you. In fact, uh, on behalf of the listening audience here and everyone out there, uh, Susie, I, and Bree in studio, and everyone here at EVIT, um, all the volunteers, and you know, shout-outs to many of the Valley uh, here in Phoenix and in Arizona from many of these small businesses uh, that have really supported you over the years. There's a lot of logistics behind that. 
and I wanted to bring you on the show. I think if I don't remember, I'm bad. You were, were you on last year? Yes, he was. All right, so we got a little tradition going. What do I remember? So um, I wanted to share that. Uh, so I went out to the healing fields last year, Michael. Do you remember that? And yeah. um, I, I couldn't believe it. I learned so much just what Michael had shared. And if anybody here in Arizona goes out there, I highly recommend that you do. And it is a sombering time. You yeah. look at everything, and it's. It's just, it's beautiful. The work that these folks put in is beautiful. And just um, remembering, remembering the individuals that we've lost. Yeah. Honoring those uh, we lost on September 11th. Uh, we'll never forget. Uh, if you can make it out uh, Saturday morning out at the uh, Tempe Beach Park, 9-11 Memorial Healing Field, uh, Tempe Beach Park. Thank you for sharing your story and all you do. Uh, Michael Whitaker. Thank you, Frank. Good job. We got uh, Greg Buckley. We're going to dive back into uh, the family car. We kind of covered a few cars. And uh, do we have Greg Buckley? Greg, are you hanging with us? I think we got Greg. Yes, I am. I'm here with you guys. How are you? Good. And thank you for your patience. I, I know you. Be, I just got to say this. Greg has been with us since like day one, and we really are grateful. Listening audience, you bring some hey. flavor. And some, what do you call that food, you guys, that we don't, what is this Pennsylvania stuff, uh, Susie? What do Pennsylvania you, food? What is this? Grapple? You, scrapple. Scrapple? Scrapple. <laughs> I don't know. All of our scrapple. listeners, you like, you mentioned Scrapple. What's and, Scrapple? Well, we don't get into that right now. No, we now. don't. Uh, follow <laughs> Buckley's Auto Care on Facebook for a, <laughs> to tune into his Scrapple situation. But it's a type yeah, of. Every, it, everything <laughs> but the squeal, Susie. That's oh, nice. Oh, just leave it at that. But, um, Greg, you know, we dove into some subcompact vehicles, some SUVs. Uh, we we kind of got into the passenger car because certainly that's fitting uh, for a family vehicle. One uh, vehicle that wasn't mentioned high on the list for a young family. I'm not talking a large family, but the Toyota Camry, that's oh, a winner. Oh, yeah. My family had a Camry. Yeah, that My rhymed. mom and dad, yeah. yeah. That rhymed. My family had My a family Camry. family had a Camry. That's a commercial Ooh. right there. Wish that was a background music. Greg, let's get into the Big Daddy SUVs. I, You know, there's a lot of folks that, boy, they're working on number four, number five. They got a whole little soccer team of kiddos, and they, they enjoy that we mention these little subcompact and these little SUVs. Right. Uh, what's your recommendation for the Big Daddy SUVs out there? What are you liking mechanically? Wow. You know, I tell you, tried and true. You got the Chevy Tahoe and Suburban line um, for the bigger families. Uh, you know, if you got five or six that you got to haul around, you got soccer, you got games, you got everything. Um, they're, they're so reliable and long term. I mean, we've got people with, you know, 250,000 miles and above on these things, well, and keeping them well maintained. If you're looking for something smaller, um, well, you know, let's stick with SUVs because we we covered, yeah. you know, and, and unfortunately, all you domestic, me. we didn't we didn't really list one single domestic vehicle. We're going to get hate on that Chevy Malibu. All right, there you go. Thank I like you. a Chevy Malibu, and they've been high ranking. Say what you will about yeah. the particular. Uh, I don't. We don't get them in the garage. I mean, no, maintenance. they're they're pretty good. Yeah. Greg, yeah. Chevy yeah, Malibu's the, the up Ford. there. So, Greg, Chevy what do you Malibu? what do you think of the uh, Ford Expeditions? I, you know, I tell you what, I, I got mixed reviews on the on the the Expedition. That's the that's the bigger one, and I I kind of no, like the it Excursion. As a I think is the bigger scenario. one. Well, yeah, the Excursion is the yeah. largest. It is the largest. The I mean, the monster. That's right. the that's like yeah, that's the monster. Like you're you're. Yeah. 
like you see people driving those and they're stuffing cash in the exactly. gas tank <laughs> yeah, as they're driving. Going on. Yeah, because yeah, right, right. I think the addition. I like this the exact. This is a good yeah. one as well. Um, I, I just don't think it has the room as the Tahoe Suburban. It's not as practical, back. I don't think. Now, I, right. the only reason and why I'm asking about the Expedition is because I'm on my second one. Uh oh. Okay. I'm oh. on my second one. Yeah. Yes. Susie's a Ford. And, and I'll I mean, tell they, you they, why it fits my family because I just don't take my kids on the family vacation. So it's just my husband and I. Oh, look at you! But that's <laughs> not always been that way. Come on. No. I mean, what were you They're driving? Older. Come on, like Susie, when you when the kiddos were the kiddos, Suburban. We, I had suburban. A Chevy suburban. And it was pretty good. Yeah. 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 The Suburbans are tried and true. I mean, uh, they're just a all-around great vehicle. And you've got the, the Suburban, the GMC Yukon, the uh, Cadillac Escalade. That whole line, um, you know, is, is a tried and true vehicle. I and like the Escalade. Options. That's going yeah, to yeah, cost you some, yeah. some, some, some uh, money right I there. I couldn't but, afford the Escalade. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, now, listen, i got to keep a balance. I can't forget. I'm on a Japanese kick. This should have been the best Japanese Carson for your family. But I like the Tundra. Oh, yeah. I like the T100 crew cab mm-hmm. because a lot of families, they, hey, we got to tote the kids to, to school, but we want to go up north. I like the T100 truck. Yeah. I like the, the Ford to- truck. Toyota, if you look at it, now when you guys give in the shop, if you look how beefed up, Toyota has come back with their truck line. It's been amazing. I mean, they you really do get a huge value for the dollar. And in terms of mechanical wear, I mean, they're built they're built like iron. I can, you, you can't describe them. All right, I got a job uh, for you, Mr. Greg Buckley. Uh, before yes, next sir. week's show, you're going to come yeah. up with the Toyota new commercial tagline. And you can't say, you, you can't use, you got to research. We're going to hold you. I'm going to write this down so All we don't forget. Right. Okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. 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 Well, listen. Now in terms of cars. Yeah. You know, go ahead. We got a cup. We got a quick minute. Go ahead. Okay. Ford Fusion. Oh. Very good. Very right. good vehicle. Very reliable. Uh, the newer ones are, have been spectacular. Um, you know, the Ford Taurus is just as reliable. You said the Chevy Malibu in that line. Um they're, you know, the domestic brands uh, have really come such a long way. They have. You know, look, uh, been, you know, Greg, when the yeah. economy went south, I think I think those folks in those shiny towers said, wait a minute, we do make garbage. We need to straight it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they I think that's what happens. Together. Sometimes an economy correction right. is, is good. Hey, Greg, right. we, we love you to death, man. We appreciate you tried oh, and true every week. Please, people, Greg Buckley, if you're in Wilmington, Delaware area, Buckley's Auto Care, go check him out. Thank you, Greg. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Susie. Bye, Bye, Greg. Thanks. All right. So we, you know, you guys can catch more of this conversation. We'll be on uh, Wrench Nation Facebook. Join in the conversation. Man, this is a community. If you're catching it on iTunes, uh, we appreciate your show review, your comments, as well as give us your show topic. Now, speaking of show topic, I'm excited, people. Next week. We've got Carvana folks coming oh, on. I can't wait. We're going to dive in to that whole new way of buying a vehicle. Maybe we can convince them to get one of those big coins. You put a coin in the machine and the car comes down. <laughs> That's it. So I love you, Maniacs, on behalf of Susie and myself and Bria in studio. And again, thanking Michael Whitaker for coming out. I tell you every week, man, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.